Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to break down week one of the NFL regular season on DraftKings. Cannot wait to talk about this slate. If you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I made daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I just uploaded my video for the Thursday night football showdown site. Also some big prize pools for that. We have a millionaire maker for that showdown site as well. So make sure to go check that one out between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also up on Apple Podcasts. I have a link down below. It's called the DKDFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, now is a perfect time. Beginning of the month, I offer an NFL package. We're going over every single show on Slate. We're going over all the main slates. Uh, super, super, again, excited, as I said a couple times now, for NFL to be here. Uh, for eSports package, it includes Call of Duty and CSGO. And NBA, as I mentioned a couple times, right around the corner, only about a month away. And uh, just going over some big wins from the preseason. I went over this in the Thursday video, but um, yeah, we had a really, really good preseason, hoping to keep us going for the regular season. So just show you guys a couple wins from members. Uh, $5 to 4,000 for preseason. Uh, we had 120 into 5,000 plus. We had uh, Cody take down $1,000, um, you know, what, 100 into 2,000 plus, 55 into $800. Uh, yeah, we are, again, hoping to keep it rolling for the NFL regular season. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. So if you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, a few different ways you can play. Number one is, and we'll scroll up all the way to the top because we have a ton of players here. So Prize Picks, you guys can tell they post a ton of different players and their projected fantasy scores. And you can either take the over or the under. Now you can mix and match sports. So you can go, you know, play MMA, MLB, esports, um, or you can go to single stat. So if you feel better about taking over under on rushing yards, passing yards, receiving yards, receptions, pass completions, interceptions, they have a ton of different ways you can play. And again, you can mix and match sports. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up using the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You get a 100% match up to $100. So you deposit using my code uh, $100, you get a free $100 to play with. And the reason I like prize picks, again, is you're not playing at time, you're just playing at the house. It's a nice change of pace, right? If you're um, tired of DraftKings, you want to give something else a shot, uh, recommend giving prize picks a shot using my code. Um, all right, so with that all uh, being said, let's jump into the video. Before we get into players and their prices for this slate, we can quickly look at the over-unders for these games. So uh, let's just talk about you know some of the higher ones. Again, uh, the Dallas one is on Thursday. So Cardinals, Tennessee is, is 50 plus. It's a 52 over-under. A couple lower total ones, right? Jacksonville, Houston, two. You know, not not protected to be good teams this year, especially Houston. That is uh, probably going to be the basement bowl. Again, this Chargers game's a little bit lower scoring because Washington's on there. Let's see. A couple other higher scoring ones, projected to be higher scoring. So, obviously, you know, whenever Kansas City is on the slate, they're going to be a team that usually is going to be 50-plus in the over-under department. 53 over-under there. 50 over-under in Green Bay and New Orleans. So, definitely some higher scoring games on the slate. A couple lower scoring ones as well. All right, guys. So, let's start off with quarterback. And I guess just a quick overview of the slate. Week one, there's always so much value. And if you really dig into each of these teams, there's a lot of value, especially at wide receiver. Now, there's some value tight end too. Not as much at running back. Um, there's definitely some value quarterbacks too. So I think what this is going to do, since there's like so much value, is it's going to set up for that kind of stars and scrubs build, where you're jamming in those top guys and you're getting those value guys in because uh, salaries came out, what, like a month and a half ago? 
So there's a lot of there's clearly a lot of guys that are underpriced on this slate. What we can take advantage of now for tournaments, you know, I'll kind of go over this a little bit more in my final luck video. But what that's going to do is it's going to lower the ownership on some of those mid range guys. So if you feel like really good, someone that like six five to six k range, you're most likely going to get them at pretty low ownership. All right, so let's start off with quarterback and. Uh, for quarterback, usually I'm trying to t target guys that have rushing upside. The reason is is because they don't necessarily have to throw touchdown passes, right? Rushing quarterbacks, like a Kyler Murray, can go out and get you, what, seven, eight feints points alone just on the ground. So they just have a little bit of a higher floor than those guys that don't have a lot of rushing upside. Uh, but yeah, with Mahomes at 8.1K, he's always a great tournament play. The Chiefs are, have insane upside, and you have you know, two guys that are, um, you know, also have a lot of ups on guys like Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. So Mahomes is always a good tournament play. Usually not someone to go to in cash games just because he's most of the time one of the most expensive, if not the most expensive quarterbacks on the slate. Now, Kyler Murray is a guy I'll definitely be targeting a lot this year. You guys know, I've been watching my NFL videos the last couple of years. I am very high on Kyler Murray, and we, sh we saw that rushing upside from him beginning of the year. But he was a guy I was averaging 60, 70 yards in the ground. So uh, this offense is going to move fast. They're going to spread it out. And uh, yeah, that's going to allow Kyler Murray to have uh, a lot of opportunities on the ground, which again, raises his floor. So Kyler Murray, definitely one of the safer options in slate at the top. Josh Allen, the positive with him is Buffalo just like doesn't run the ball. They're just going to air it out. So uh, yeah, he's going to throw the ball a ton. Let's see, scrolling down a little bit more, kind of these mid-range quarterbacks. I think Hurts is the guy that's probably going to get the most ownership in this range. And the reason is, again, rushing upside, right? This price Feels a little bit too cheap, especially it's a good matchup here against Atlanta. Um, you know, 69, 63, 106 yards in the ground in three of his last four games that he started. Yeah, I think Hurts is definitely one of the better options for sure on this slate. And again, good matchup too. You have Trevor Lawrence going up against Houston. That Houston team is going to be god-awful. But uh, Jacksonville not expected to be much better. Uh, but yeah, they, they should. I would think Jacksonville will get the win there. But yeah, Lawrence is 6-2. Kind of just feels all right to me. Let's see, scrolling down a little bit more. So there's a couple of value guys I want to talk about here. One being Jameis Winston. So he won the uh, starting nod here for the Saints over Taysom Hill. Now what that does is it's actually a really big boost to everyone's offense. It's because Taysom Hill is not the best pocket passer. Jameis Winston, a much better pocket passer. However, he, you know the issue with Winston is he's turnover prone, right? He, he's a guy to go throw three, four interceptions in the game. That doesn't matter a ton, though. Again, it's going to help everyone else's offense having Jameis Winston at quarterback. It's definitely a boost to Kamara. It's definitely a boost to those Saints wide receivers. So uh, 5.2K for a starting quarterback in a high over-under game. I think Jameis is one of the better salary relief quarterback plays in the slate. And there's one other guy I mentioned just because of the price point, that being Mac Jones, starting quarterback for New England. He's only 4.4K. Now, matchup is like, eh, not the best, not the worst. Uh, I think, you know, for, for someone this cheap, he doesn't need to do a ton to pay off the salary. The issue with New England, though, is there are still, even with Mac Jones, a quarterback, there's still going to be more of a run first team unless they fall behind uh, by a couple scores here. So um, I think he's okay because he's so, so cheap. But yeah, those really guys I'm looking to for salary relief. And you got Mac Jones, you got uh, Jameis Winston, and then we went over the guys kind of the mid-range and at the top that I have some interest in. Moving on to running back. So, again, with there being so many mispriced guys at wide receiver, uh, a lot of these high-end running backs I think are going to get some ownership, but it's for good reason, right? You have guys in this price range that, sure, you're going to have to pay a premium, but they offer that high floor, high ceiling. And, and what I mean by that is the guys like McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Kamara, these are like bell cow backs. They're going to be out the majority of the game. They're going to get a lot of rushing attempts and are very much involved in the receiving game, too. 
So they just offer that higher floor. Now a guy uh, right around this price range is Derrick Henry. And he's someone I usually never roster. And the reason being is he's a little more reliant on touchdowns, right? If he doesn't, Derrick Henry seems to break the slate, I would say once or twice a year, he's going to go for like 30 buzz fancy points and just smash. But uh, again, he has a little bit of a lower floor because if he doesn't get in the end zone, um, he's going to need to go for like 150, 200 yards to pay off that uh, price point. So I always, you know, slightly prefer the guys that are more involved in the passing game, just have a little bit of a higher floor, kind of like NBA and score independent players, right? Um, there's a little bit more risk involved. That's the same thing I'll say about running backs who are not a lot involved in the passing game is they're a little more reliant on the touchdown, which we know is, is uh, on the touchdowns, which is definitely uh, a lot of variance involved. But yeah, look at these guys at the top, like McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Kamara, all three, I think, very, very safe. McCaffrey, the most expensive. He's going to get ownership for good reason. He's going to play a majority of the game, very much involved in the pass game. Obviously, he was banged up last year, only played three games. But you saw that, like, look at this. In three games, 20, 28, 24, 37 fancy points. Yeah, hard not to like McCaffrey. Uh, Dalvin Cook, this is a good matchup. Again, he is a bell cow back, very much involved in the pass game as well. And Kamara won't be out there as much, but he's going to be super productive. Like, they're going to target him a ton. No Michael Thomas to begin the year. Yeah, these three running backs, I think, are all very, very safe at the top. Like them all. You can definitely fit two of these guys in if you want to. You can probably try to get all three, uh, but it's going to be a little bit tricky to do that. Yeah, the, the guys at the top for those running backs, I think, are very, very safe. Scrolling down a little bit more, I think Jonathan Taylor a little bit too pricey. Saquon, I'm probably going to take a wait-and-see approach on. Nick Chubb, too pricey for the fact that he's splitting duties right now with Kareem Hunt. Now, one guy I like a lot this year is Austin Eckler. Not going to be a ton of competition for touches. I'm sure the matchup's not the best right now against Washington, but he is very much involved in the passing game, as you see, by like 11 targets. 16 targets for running back is absolutely insane. And the good thing about the Chargers is the... You know, the target share is very condensed. You know where the ball is going. It's going to Keenan Allen. It's going to Austin Eckler, right? So I think Austin Eckler, even though the matchup's not the best, I think he's you're getting him a nice discount off these guys at the top. And again, he's going to play majority of the game, going to be out there a ton and very much involved in the pass game. I think he is a, a pretty solid play in the mid-range. He might go a little bit overlooked in the slate. Aaron Jones, 6.8K, feels like a pretty good price for him. Uh, you know, he's sure he's not a bell cow back for Green Bay, but another guy that when he's out there, he's productive, right? He's not most likely not going to get you like 20 touches, but in like 15-ish touches, he can still put up a solid game and obviously a guy they will use in the red zone as well. Now, James Robinson uh, at 6.4K, this is a good matchup and a game you would think Jacksonville will be playing from ahead. Uh, now, they do have Carlos High on the roster, but I don't think he's going to be involved in a ton. So I think James Robinson is actually a pretty solid play in the mid-range. You have Joe Mixon and all those guys that um, I think is going to be a bell cow for Cincinnati. The Cincinnati offense is going to be fun, you know, young, up-and-coming team. And uh, I think Mixon, if he can stay healthy, could have a pretty good year this year. So, yeah, no more Giovanni Bernardo. There's not a lot of competition for touches. I think Mixon makes a really solid play in the mid-range. Like Najee Harris... Najee Harris, sure, the matchup's not the best, but another guy I think is going to be a bell cow back. Pittsburgh historically uses one running back as kind of a workhorse back. He's also going to be involved in the pass game. So there's some sped-up running backs I like. There's a few guys here in the mid-range, like Eckler, Jones, Robinson, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon. I think all look pretty solid. Value for running back, at least for week one, I'm probably not going to get to much here. And it's just because... There's just so much good value wide receiver. So, uh, you know, below kind of that 6K range, I'm probably not going to roll the dice in any of these guys. And yeah, let's move on to wide receiver. So wide receiver over the top, you know, guys like Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Kevin Ridley, can't go wrong with any of these guys. They're all 
Great spend-up options, viable in both cash games and tournaments, right? With Calvin Ridley, Atlanta defense not projected to be the best. They should be playing from behind a lot. That's always a plus for, you know, wide receivers. So Calvin Ridley, you know, Tyreek Hill obviously involved in that high-powered offense. Devontae Adams, their clear number one guy in a 50-plus in a over-under as well. So, yeah, those top receivers all look really, really solid. Now, scrolling down a little bit more, kind of the upper mid-tier, got to mention, you know, um, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen is just one of those guys who's going to get a ton of targets, right? When he's, he when he's healthy, he's probably going to get double-digit targets. So, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, even though the matchup's not the best, I think both are pretty safe options in this one. Again, now we're kind of getting to like the mid-tier. So, I think this range will probably go a little bit overlooked, and it's just because there's so many good value wide receivers which we'll get to in a sec kind of sub 4k then are going to get a good amount of ownership but there's definitely some guys for, with upside like i got like terry mclaurin clear number one for washington i think he's a guy that has some upside if you want to roll the dice one of those pittsburgh wide receivers i don't hate that um let's see what else we got here kind of in the mid-range uh you know cooks i'm probably not going to go there but he is their clear number one guy i just don't really trust uh t-mobile tyrod taylor Let's see. Uh, now we're getting to kind of the cheaper options. So I got like LaVishka Chenault. I think he's going to have a big year. Um, you know, second year going into this offense and he's going to be uh, involved a lot more of their slot wide receiver. But, you know, in the preseason when he's out there, he was involved a ton. And I like the matchup here a good amount. I think LaVishka Chenault makes for a pretty solid play. Cheaper options. We've got this other Kansas City wide receiver. We've got like Byron Pringle, McCole Hardman. Right now, number two, number three wide receiver. Right? There's no more Sammy Watkins. So those two, uh, I think, are going to be pretty uh, pretty decent value plays in this one. Jerry Judy is a guy I really like at this price. I just think this is like $1,000 plus too cheap. He is their clear number one wide receiver. I think Teddy Bridgewater being the quarterback is a little bit of a boost to Jerry Judy. So, um, yeah, he had some big games even in that terrible offense for Denver last year. I think he's going to have a breakout year this year. I really, really like Jerry Judy at that price. Scrolling down a little bit more, like you have – Philadelphia's number one wide receiver, Devontae Smith at 4-5. You can pair him with Jalen Hurts. I think it's going to be popular. You also have Jalen Rieger, who we'll get to in a sec. I think it's viable. Let's see. Emmanuel Sanders. So I mentioned with Josh Allen, Buffalo just doesn't run the ball. They're going to pass the ball a ton. So sure, Emmanuel Sanders is getting up there in age, but he still had actually a pretty solid year last year. And being you know the number two guy, uh, number two wide receiver right now in this high-powered Buffalo Bills offense, I think he's a guy that might go a little bit overlooked in the slate. Like Michael Pittman Jr. is a number one wide receiver for the Colts. He's only 4.1 cattling at Seattle. Seahawks defense is that great this year. Um, we know they got lit up last year. Let's see. I got to mention Jalen Rager at 3.7. Uh, I think Devontae Smith will get some ownership, but uh, Rager is also viable. He's the number two wide receiver right now for Philadelphia. Uh, you have Zach Pascal's number two wide receiver for the Colts. Again, the Colts a little bit banged up wide receiver. Uh, T.Y. Holden's going to be out for a bit. So like Pascal, Michael Pittman are going to be the top options in their 4-1 and 3.7K respectively. Like Jalen Waddle right now is the number two wide receiver for this game because there's no Will Fuller. Matchup, again, not the best, but he's 3.6K and should be out there for a majority of the game. A guy I think is going to be very popular is Marquez Calloway. The reason being is... Michael Thomas out for at least a month. Uh, you have Trick on Smith a little bit banged up. Callaway looks really good in the preseason. And at 3.4K, I just think it's too cheap for a starting Saints wide receiver. Again, plus having Jameis as a quarterback, that's a pretty big boost for him. Again, Byron Pringle right now is the number three wide receiver for Kansas City. There's just so many options here. There's a couple other guys I want to talk about. Uh, let's see. For the Panthers, 
We have Terrence Marshall Jr. is at the flat men price. He's going to be their slot wide receiver. Uh, he had a great preseason. He's a guy that has some upside. Uh, going over to Arizona, we have Rondell Moore, their rookie, who is very much involved in, in the passing game. We know Arizona loves spreading the ball out. Right now, he's number four on the depth chart, but I think he's still going to be heavily involved in this offense and a guy, a speedster, that could break a long one. So um, I like Rondell Moore a decent amount for value. There's just there's um, so many guys, probably 10 to 15 guys sub 4K that are viable. There's another guy I actually wanted to talk about, uh, Marvin Jones Jr. at 3'6". Uh, you know, he was a little bit banged up with that shoulder, but uh, he is going to be, you know, top or, or second option in this passing offense. And again, good matchup here. I think Marvin Jones Jr. is another really solid value play. So, you know, we probably talked about 10 to 15 guys in this value range that all are, are definitely in play. And that's why I think it's setting up that Stars and Scrubs build because there's just so many options here of guys that are just too cheap. All right, let's move on to tight end. So tight end, we have Travis Kelsey at the top. And these, these Kansas City um, targets are always guys that are great GBP options. Now, would I go to Travis Kelsey in cash games? Probably not. But he is basically a number one wide receiver. Like, he had an insanely year last year. He's been drafted in the first round this year in fantasy drafts. Um, yeah, I think Travis Kelsey, if you have the salary, is a great GBP option. Let's see. Kittle at 6.3K. Definitely fine with that. You know, the match against Detroit is not bad. And, um, you know, if he can stay healthy, I think he's going to have a good year. We have the Philadelphia tight ends, like guys like Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. So Goddard's at 4'8". Zach Ertz at 3'8". Sure, again, Zach Ertz had a bad year last year. He was banged up. But, um, you know, watching, you know, preseason and, and, you know, looking into what's happening in uh, practices, Zach Ertz is doing pretty well. So, sure, he's getting up there in age. But I kind of like the discount on him as opposed to Dallas Goddard there at 4'8". Uh, Logan Thomas, I think, feels a little bit too cheap at 4.6K. He's going to be involved, uh, or he's going to be lined up in the slot a decent amount. I mean, 12, 16, 12, 6, 9 targets, insane amount for a tight end. I think he is underpriced. You have rookie Kyle Pitts that uh, is also going to be, I think, heavily involved here. This is a game that you could definitely stack it up, right? One of the higher over-under games. Atlanta, as I said, not projected to have that go to the defense, and they should be playing from behind a decent amount. So Kyle Pitts, I think, is a pretty solid uh, punt option there. Noah Font, if he's healthy for week one at 4.3K, feels a little bit too cheap. Him, Jerry, Judy, they're going to have good years. Again, if they can stay healthy. You know, punt options for tight end, there's not a ton at the moment. I think more the sweet spot for tight end is probably that high 3K to uh, low 4K range is where a lot, or like four, uh, low to mid 4K range is where I think a lot of options are. And then, you know, for building a lineup, again, like in the flex position, if you're building a cashing lineup, I most of the time want to get three running backs in just because they have a little bit of a higher floor as opposed to wide receivers. For GBP, obviously, you can go wide receiver in the flex. I'll talk about it a little bit more in my final look video, kind of, you know, building a lineup, bring backs, uh, you know, stacking and bring backs, all that good stuff. So, again, we'll talk about that more in the final look video. But that is going to do it for the video today, guys. So, if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you have a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you don't want to go live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream before the show on Sunday on Thursday, also on Sunday as well, Sunday morning to go over everything, answer any questions you guys have. Thanks again, guys. Have a great day, and I will see you all in the next video.